Welcome to the Language Power Podcast. After listening to this course, the student will be able to present themselves in Norwegian, understand the basics of Norwegian small talk, have a basic understanding of local Norwegian customs and traditions, count to seven, correct other people's grammar, appreciate hot food from petrol stations, gossip about people when they're not around, and hunt the white deer with northern natives. Welcome to Language Power. Wow, so welcome. The power that languages are all about. We uh, haven't uh, sorted out the uh, tagline yet, but uh, uh, this means uh, my name is, my name is uh, Sahid. Uh, this is a course um, to learn you Norwegian in 17 years. Lære dere norsk på 17 år. Oh, I'm talking to the Norwegians, uh, if they're listening. Uh, so, uh, with me today, I have uh, a student who just arrived to Norway to attend this class, and then he will travel back again. His name is... Jamie Andrews. Jamie Andrews. Mm. What a foreign name. <laughs> so, Jamie, uh, in Norway, we uh, <laughs> have... Uh, uh, a problem with pronunciation. Pronun- mm. Please teach yes. me. Uh, pronunciation. Pronunciation mm. uh, of diff- uh, of uh, foreign names, and uh, there are almost uh, many, or just one political Norwegian party also that would love to have uh, foreign names be Norwegianized, as you have some Chinese people who call themselves like Bruce Lee. Mm. His uh, real name was. Um, something else. So, Jamie, that would be then in Norwegian, Jenny. Is that okay? Jenny? Uh, Jenny is probably a girl's name, sorry. Oh. Uh, uh, Jeppe. 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 If I could call you that, it would be easier for me and my fellow Norwegians to uh, get around your name. Jeppe Andrews. Andrews, uh, we will schleif. Uh, we will schleif. Uh, it means that it's a stum. Um, we will let it uh, fade mm. out in a way, and I'll just call you Jeppe for this course, just to okay. make it easy for our. Uh, is that is that like to do with the name Zahid being a very Norwegian name? Yes, my name is Zahid, and uh, lots of uh, my fellow Norwegian friends have problems pronouncing pr- 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 pronouncing pronouncing it. So. Uh, they would uh, rather call me uh, Mister. Mister, Mister Ali. Just Mister. Oh, like Mister T. No, yeah, just Mister because the name is difficult. So one of my best friends or my closest friends, they call me Mister. Hey, Mister. Okay, so we've got Mister and what what was my new name again? Uh, there are not so many höflighetsfraser. You know what that is? What's a höflighet? Höflighet is politeness phrases in Norway. Uh, like Mister is a kind of a politeness way of saying Hey you. Like the the famous Norwegian ha ha. Yeah, but ha is more like uh, what? So uh, uh, if you're calling out someone, uh, then uh, one have a tendency in Norway, especially, to use English uh, expressions or words like Mister, 
eller uh, uh, du där but mister so but you are yeppe for now and i would like you to tell me a little about uh, who are you well ja ja ikke en kvinna bägge pardon ja ja ikke en kvinna you <laughs> du är inte en kvinna nej yeah so you are not a woman nej no woman that's nice start by telling me everything you are not and then we'll find mm. out after 17 years what you actually oh you haven't said the human but it i I'd be interested because you just came to Norway tell me something mm. tell me about that and uh, what do you know about the language you you can say yarik and kvinna you can tell me your story and why so i I came over to Norway as a foreigner. Um, my main intention was to um, use the welfare, the health stuff, maybe not contribute to society in any way, shape or form. Maybe still a Norwegian woman as well. So but basically, um, I still remember 1,200 years ago with the Vikings, you see, we we still remember that in England so i thought i'd just come and get my own back nice jokes jamie but uh, why are you in norway oh the the missus is norwegian and she made me she made you well and i i live in an area in omrode 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 yeah omrode is a area i live in an omrode in london and it's quite famous for being pretty rough and rift rift yeah a rough omrod uh, and w- what do you mean by rough it's um lots of crime lots of fighting um it's um quite a bad area for gangs um and and the thing is um my missus who who is norwegian she she grew up in a really nice part of westfold so the idea uh, of, did you say westfold yeah the west the westfold yeah right she she that's, made me say it a lot that's the norwegian word mm. westfold it's a, a bit, county yeah and you've got um you've got the cheese cheese fold as well haven't you cheese folds Yeah, cheese, you've got Westfold and Ostfold. Oh, oh, ikke, ja, ikke Ostfold, men Ostfold. Yeah, like the, isn't that cheese? Yeah, that's Ostfold. If an Englishman writes uh, Ostfold, he wouldn't write it with an ö, uh, he would write it with an o, and that becomes a folded cheese. That's interesting. Hmm. What, yeah. An ö uh and an o. Isn't that the same thing? Well, you have uh, three letters in Norway that you don't have any other places in the world. So yeah. Norwegians are very proud of these three letters that they have gathered as hunter gathering for many thousand years, and mm. they uh, have these three. And it's uh, it's actually the same words that are used most commonly in porno films. It's ah, uh. And oh, so the best way to learn it is to just watch an adult movie. Uh, but that's not the reason why they have it here. It's just a, a hack. I gave you a hack. A hack. So a hack. A hack for learning the three letters is to to watch a lot of porn. 
uh, adult movies, yes. We are lots of uh, younger listeners. Oh, sorry. So adult movies like... Um... Inspect Her Gadget, for example. So tell me more about the town you're from. It looks uh, so we can try to... For now, you live in Horten. So, yeah, I live in Horten. So you come from where and you ended up where and how do you feel about it? Try to use as much Norwegian words that you can. So I will have an idea of uh, okay. uh, so, what kind of guy I'm in front of. Jeg bor i Horten. Very good. Mm. You live in Horten. No, yes. no, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm very bored in, in Horten. It's a, I'm sorry. Okay. It's, it's a quiet place. Um, but yeah, I, I moved from a, a place called Croydon in South London. Um, for reference, for anyone that likes football, the Premier League, that would be Crystal Palace would be the local team. And um, yeah, Cro- the thing about Croydon is it's it's quite consistently voted one of the worst places to live in the UK um, and has been <laughs> for about 10 to 20 years, yeah. Why? Uh, well, you know, just general crime. It's quite a... Quite a popular past pastime in Croydon. Now uh, you know that uh, I'm an immigrant uh, mm. guy, and you're an immigrant. There's so, so this course is actually an immigrant teaching an immigrant English. So uh, if a white person would ask this question, it would probably be racist. Uh, oh, okay. And here it comes the question: uh, Are the them? Are the, who is behind the the most of this criminal um, criminality in Croydon? Is it uh, immigrants or is it uh, local inhabitants? I would say, because the interesting thing about Croydon is it's where the main immigration centre is for London, other than the border in Dover. Immigration centre. <laughs> okay. I can see the can main see far too much fun with that. The uh, main immigration center for yeah. uh, Great yeah. Britain. Yeah, it's um, there's a few buildings there um, where the, where a lot of the immigration um, applications are come through and are, and are caseworked and stuff like that. But I would say, realistically, a lot of the crime just comes from from gangs or. Or from just drunks, people out fighting. It's quite a rough area. So, um, I mean, it's it's not it's not unusual to see fights like quite regularly, just walking around. Like e- even in the daytime, you you see it sometimes. Um, a good a good example actually is when um, when the girlfriend came to visit, and we were in this board game cafe. And uh, we were a few friends and they went outside to have a little smoke and we're chatting to them outside and my girlfriend's saying how, how much she likes the area and it's how, oh, this place is so nice. Um, it's really quiet. There's at least two or three police sirens have gone past in the background while she's saying it. She didn't notice any of it. And as she's telling us how much she likes the area and how nice it is, we, we literally see a guy on the other side of the road with blood pouring out of his head and it was Sunday Sunday evening. It was only about seven in the evening, and then just darting down an alleyway to um, to get away from something. It's obvious, obvious something's happened. Wow! 
And we're just watching that while she's turning around and saying, oh, it's such a nice area. There's all this nice stuff. Everyone seems so lovely, blah, blah, blah. And yeah, the, the three of us were just literally watching a guy with blood pouring out of his head dart down an alleyway. And that's what you would call a Sunday roast, <laughs> isn't yeah. it? So, uh, but why did uh, your girlfriend uh, come? Uh, how, did she, how did she meet you? Oh, so we met at university. And um, yeah, it, when when we were together for three years at that point, and it, it gets to the stage, doesn't it, when you when you've been together for that long, where you have to make a decision, and that is, do you do you either break up, do you try long distance, or do you try and stay in one of the countries? And obviously, she's Norwegian from Horten. I'm English from Croydon, and it was a lot safer and a lot more appealing for me to move to Horton and adjust to Norwegian life than it was for her to move to London and try and adjust to London life. But isn't it... Um, but isn't it... Uh, now you've uh, moved uh, here to Horton mm. uh, and uh, there's not much happening. And In, you can... Uh, yeah. And the fight you were talking about on Sundays with the blood pouring out of is that you can see that on uh, the national day maybe or on Christmas uh, uh, later at night or within the home's four walls, domestic violence. Uh, but but uh, it's not so commercial as in England where you have it outside. Uh, do, don't you miss it even though it's bad? You get a kind of... Uh... It's different. Like it, it took me a while to learn how to get to sleep in Norway because it was so quiet. Mm. Like I'm used to cars, sirens. Not ju- I mean, not just police, but ambulances is a popular. Or it's a very populated part of the world I lived in. So even the ambulance there has a lead damper. A what? Leadless. Uh, you know, like you have the cell phone on uh, mm. soundless. Just even the ambulance here has vibration. Not That's uh, impressive, isn't it? Uh, just not to wake up people. Oh, that was a Norwegian joke. I. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I can't? I couldn't tell because actually, sorry. the technology and some of the things in Norway is so drastically different. Well, yes, and uh, okay, let's uh, cut to France, mm. uh, which means uh, let's cut to the chase. Oh, uh, oh, we're not just taking the the road down to Dover and then. No, because of okay. the tunnel, then you end up in France. Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah cut to France. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so, and we're, yeah, okay, never mind that. It's just a um, figure of speech from another country. You know, I have a lot of course uh, from uh, different countries and sometimes oh, okay. I mix. So now I mix some Azerbaijanian word uh, uh, quotes uh, and didn't fit. Uh, oh, okay. So why would you want to learn to speak uh, so remotely? Uh, we need to ask these questions. Mm. And I I know that they're painful and uh, they might uh, bring up some bad memories or something, but why would you want to learn a so remote language? <coughs> Sorry, my voice. <coughs> Excuse me. Why would you? Uh, is it worth it? Because when you learn this language that we'll use 17 years on, uh, you can just use it here. You can go back to Croydon and speak English. Uh, Norwegian, sorry. So I think the main reason 
that I want to learn Norwegian is because I'm nosy and I want to listen to what people are saying when mm. they're talking. You like gossip? And yeah, oh, I love gossip. And you're doesn't, doesn't matter what language, the better the gossip. And you're afraid that people maybe talk behind your back about you? Oh, I, I hope they are. I hope they bond over disliking me. But no, I, I, I think um, I just, I just like to know what's going on. I want to be able to um, listen to someone talking in the in the shop or on the bus, even though I, I don't, I don't belong in the conversation, and just be like, hmm, that's interesting or not. You don't belong here. Which song is that? I don't that belong is... here. Oh God. Ah, see, you're already... It's making me feel old. Losing your British culture. Mm. So, uh, okay. <laughs> Do you have any questions for your uh, teacher? Yeah, I've got a few, actually. So, um, A few? Yeah, a few, one or two. Et, en eller to. We'll, we'll en, teach you uh, the language. En also. eller to. Uh, or tell En Yes, very good, en, Jamie. En eller to. En eller to. So, eller is all. Eller in English. Eller är uh, or, yeah. And N is one. Mm, but går du bra eller? Are you okay or, uh, or? Yeah, or, yeah, I'm okay. Or else what? El, um, yeah. So you can use the eller uh, as English, mm. like uh, or else uh, or ellers. Or ellers. This is my Apple Watch. Uh, sometimes it uh, has an urge to speak. What did it say? Uh, I can't find any candy shops nearby. That's yeah. a difficult word I'll uh, teach you. Because, uh, you know, uh, this is a 10-episode mm. show and uh, the last episode... Uh, you will be reading because my goal is that you can read Norwegian after the first season, mm. and uh, then uh, you will read the book. Its name is Småviltjakt of Dag Kjellsås, and this book is uh, uh, a bit difficult for uh, new beginners. So I hope we will manage to uh, learn mm. quite some Norwegian during these seventeen episodes. And this book is about uh, småviltjakt och att den är er lika mångfaldig som antal arter och ger rum för stora variationer. Enten du jakter med rifle eller hagle, uh, alene eller samma andra, vill du möta många spännande utfordringar. Och denna boken får du inte bara en generell införing i jaktformen, men den har också spekt med goda tips och erfarenheter som vi vill komma uh, gott uh, till både nybörjare och erfarna jägare till gode. Så so this is a uh, 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 an interesting book, but, uh, but it has uh, difficult words and uh, and it will also help you a little because it has some English words like name of guns uh, and uh, oh. patroner uh, and uh, bullets. So uh, I've helped you a little with choosing a book which has a lot of shotgun names that are British, like oh. Winchester, uh, the rifles and so on. So, but that, that is in the last episode. You will read uh, uh, this book for 40 minutes. Uh, and that will be the exam. So your question to me was, as your teacher. So I was thinking maybe that you could give a brief introduction um, about yourself, who you are. And... Yeah, very nice. Um, well, I'm uh, Sahid Ali and uh, I am uh, your instructor. 
Um, and the reason why I'm teaching Jamie English, uh, sorry, Norwegian, is uh, in fact that, uh, you know, uh, integrating er et samfunnsansvar. Integrating. Integrating? Integrating. What's that in English? Intercourse? No, uh, integra- integration. Integration. It's a social responsibility, as mm. uh, Norwegians say. Uh, samfunnsansvar. And you can't help everybody. You just can't. And uh, there are very many much... Integ- uh, immigrants in Norway today, there are many invaders, uh, and uh, the society, the politicians, the uh, apparatus uh, that are around us, apparates, uh, they're not good enough. So the machinery isn't good enough to integrate everybody. Mm. And they're keeping on having more immigrants. And when I look around, I see people speak a lot of languages, but one, and that's Norwegian. So... Mm. Uh, it is a social responsibility which I have taken personally. You can't help everybody, but you can help one. So, what made you choose me as your one person to help? You were living in my neighborhood, and uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> but so, oh, it's more specific than that. It's not. Uh, it was the height and age. And the color of your nose oh. that made the difference. No, it was uh, I. I saw you had trouble talking Norwegian in a shop, mm. and I said, "Hey, it's my responsibility. I can't help everybody in the shop, but I can help you." So yeah, I'm. Uh, I feel I'm very lucky, and it gives me great satisfaction to tilfredsstillelse uh, is satisfaction to help you. Uh, what was the word for satisfaction? Tilfredsstillelse. Uh, Tilfredsstillelse. Tilfredsstillelse. Stillelse. Tilfreds. Tilfreds. Still. Still. Else. Else. So uh, that's uh, my technique to uh, chop it up in small parts. Till. Till. Fred. Fred. Not Fred, that's the name of somebody. Oh, I thought it was like... Fred. Like, and then I thought Elsa was a name as well. Uh, it is, unfortunately. It's uh, two names hidden in that. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the word is trying to tell yeah. us something. Tilfred Steel Elsa. Yes! Oh my is goodness! That... Oh, oh, nice. Sorry, uh, it was. Uh, <laughs> I didn't find the applause button, but uh, I didn't mean to laugh. Yes, Tilfred Stilse. Tilfred Steel Elsa. Can you say it faster? Tilfred Stilsa. Yeah, and can you try to use that in a sentence? Um, yeah. I can't remember what the word was supposed to mean. Uh, satisfaction. Oh, satisfaction. I'm. Jeg er Tilfred Stilsa. Jeg kan ikke. Jeg, I can't not. Uh, uh, oh, so for, yeah. for no. Tilfredsstillelse. Ah, ah. I can't get no satisfaction. Yes, I can't get no satisfaction. I can't get no satisfaction. Is that that been resung in Norwegian, that song? No, because of the word yeah, so it's not a perfect... Uh, doesn't have the same flow, does it? Tilfredsstillelse. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I can't see Mick Jagger. 
Oh, it's difficult. It Unless that. he's in my course and he learns to say it a couple of hundred times, then I'll think, uh, you know, because you can say it fast, Tilfredsstilse. You can say uh, Tilfredsstilse. Yeah, and that's in Norwegian. that You can say things so fast that you jump over a couple of uh, um, letters. Mm. Tilfredsstilse. What I basically now said is Tilfredsstilse. Tilfredsstilse. Yeah. To make it easier. So and is, you, is that a dialect? Is that a part of... No, that's the Norwegian bookmål. The Norwegian main bookmål. language. So, okay. uh, do you have any more questions for me? Because... Uh, yeah, so I've got, I've got two that you might find useful. What do you think will be the most important thing for me to learn about Norwegian culture and society and living in Norway? Very good question. Uh, very Uh, det viktigaste jag tror den stora utfordringen the big challenge would mm. be uh, siden du kommer från en lite sån högklasse uh, kultur i ditt eget hode since you think uh, you're from uh, a better bigger society and lots of bragging and british uh, this and that and <laughs> you are uh, a saxon king and uh, and coming to this remote place uh, what you're learning now is not better or worse. It's just different. That's very um, Yantelovany. Is that right? Is it Yantelovan? Oh, you've heard that word. That's it, an like, own episode we will have later. But oh, that's okay. uh, interesting that you've heard that word. Is that word common in England? Is Do, do they use that Yen, word? Yantelov. Yantelov is uh, rules for girls. Uh, oh. That's something else. Oh, okay. This is Janta, Lorvin. Janta. Oh, you know what just happened? Wow. It's time for our first post. <laughs> first post. Okay, Jamie. Uh, and this is interesting. It's word of the week. Word of the week. Beklager, jeg kommer bort til Hopper-knappen. It's a grasshopper. So... Word of the week. Uh, this week, uh, Jamie, you've stayed in Norway for a couple of weeks now. Mm. The favorite word of this week, which is in Norwegian, and what word is it? I'm going to say my word for the week this week is Tusenben. Tusenben? Yeah, Tusenben. Thousand leg. The the bug. Ah, so, so you like do like Tusenben, the yeah. insect. Because, like, in the UK, it's called a centipede. Centipede? And centi, obviously, comes from the word a hundred. So, in the UK, it would be called a hundred legs, if you broke the word down. Oh, so they are, they, they are smaller in uh, England? I think they're the same size. I just like the, the exaggeration from going from a hundred to a thousand. Tusen, tusen ben. So, how many legs do a tusen ben have? Um, I think I think less than a hundred. In, so, in, I mean, in England, they're both, they're both wrong. Have you counted them? Maybe. Well, all of the centipedes or just the legs? Uh, just the legs of one. No, but I should, shouldn't I? Have you have you counted? Have oh you yeah, counted you legs? need to have your facts right in this course. Oh, sorry, I'm at seven hundred and sixty-nine now, but just give me a couple of more minutes. No, uh, so okay, so uh, so centipede, but that it doesn't describe anything, and that's a Latin word for something. Uh, why would they not 
just call it Tusenbein, a thousand legs, just so it would be easier to find it. Is it or know about it? Is it a leg or is it legs, Tusenbein? It's a leg, but you don't uh, bend legs. It's not beins or beiner. Yeah, bein. Uh, so it's thousand. Bein means thousand legs. Oh, but, but you uh, just but don't you... put the S on the end for no. anything in Norway. No. So if I was saying like the thousand tack, which means thousand thanks. Yeah. It it would directly translate as thousand thank. Yeah, or thousand thanks. It's uh, it's uh, yeah, thanks or mm. thousand thank. There's mm. there's levels, isn't there, in the word thank you? Um, in Norway, isn't there? There's there's tack, uh, tusen tack, yeah, uh, tack skal du farmekar, which is thank <laughs> you for nothing. Is that right? uh, yeah, it, it's uh, you had the swearing in the middle, uh, which is not common, but that, uh, oh. yeah, you, so you know some Norwegian. Yeah, they they taught me. Um, I, I remember coming over to visit for Christmas. Mm. Um, and they said that the way that you say thank you is tax scout of the farmega. Oh, and um, uh, that's tax uh, Oh, it's thanks. Shall you? So tack is thank. Scal is shall. Do is you, and ha is have. Right. Yeah. So you so need to mix it uh, differently um, than in English. So tusenbein is uh, yeah. It's it's many Norwegian uh, words are. Um, uh, descriptions of what you see, mm. so like, uh, and that makes uh, some of the Norwegian words easier. Like uh, in uh, England, uh, what do you call the, uh, you know, the frog uh, uh, children? Uh, children. Frog children. <laughs> <laughs> what do I call the frog children? What do you call your frog childrens? Mine is. Eric or Jens? No, I mean like uh, <laughs> what you call the you know when frogs oh, a- actual uh, frogs. You're not being racist. Uh, actual frogs? Okay, yeah. So um, tadpoles. Dad's poles. Tad. 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 T- t- yeah. Tadpoles. Tadpoles. What does a tad mean? I don't know actually. I've never never broken down the word and thought of it. Uh, yeah, that's where Norwegian is superior. Yeah. <laughs> because in Norwegian it's rumpetroll. Butt trolls. They're called butt trolls. Yeah, they look like butts and they come out of the butt and they're like trolls in a way. They're not hairy or huge and it's not growing trees on their head, but rumpetroll. Trolls in Norway grow trees on their heads. Yes. So uh, combing is a very difficult task for because uh, then you need to, you know, you have woods among your hair. Oh yeah, I, I never knew that. So, so Norwegian fairy tales would be another episode in season two. I think so. Yeah. Hmm. So they're called and, and rumpa means but. Rumpa means but. Rumpa. But how much do you know about trolls? Since you're so. Uh... Um. So, in the UK, there's not a massive, um, r- real big fairy tale tradition other than. Um, Billy Goat Gruff, the story with the three goats going over the bridge. Billy Go Gruff? Yeah. You know, you get the, the the baby goat goes over the bridge and the troll oh. jumps out and says... Um, Here it's uh, the tre bukne bruse. Tre bukne bruse? Yeah. De tre bukne bruse. 
And you have hairy ghost trout? <laughs> Billy Goat Gruff. Billy Goat Gruff? Billy, as in the, the name Billy. Yes. Goat. Goat. And then Gruff. Billy Goat Gruff. Hmm. What's Gruff? That's the name of the Billy Goat. Okay. Huh. I'm happy it's not an English course. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you have trolls. Uh, and I, I have uh, noticed that uh, there are uh, people have uh, problems with, uh, don't know so much about trolls. Like, for example, I was in uh, Oslo a couple of years back and I was going up Karl Johan, the main mm. ga- gate, uh, not the gate, the gut, uh, um, uh, the uh, uh, um, Gogate, a go walking mm. place. And uh, an American tourist came to me and my friends and said, excuse me, do you know where I can buy trolls? And I said, uh, trolls? Uh, no. Or, yeah, yeah. There's a local uh, souvenir shop uh, on Akerbrygge. Mm. Uh, you can go and buy trolls there. And then he said to me, hey man, listen, I'm, I'm not into the souvenirs and stuff. You're from here, right? Yeah. When you buy trolls, where do you buy trolls? So, <laughs> oh no! So, so the uh, Norwegian gets a lot of strange <laughs> questions. <laughs> get stupid questions like, "Where do uh, you get those real trolls? Those real yeah. Norwegian trolls?" Oh, my parents make my trolls. Mm, the trolls <laughs> They're making one right like. now. You <laughs> and uh, got some trolls in my pond, but trolls. And there's another guy who asked, hey, when does the fjord open today? <laughs> well, the fjord's open at 10 o'clock all over the oh, country. That's nice. Yeah, everyone knows the fjord opens at 10 o'clock, though. That's Maybe um, maybe it was a, a definite tourist thing. He just didn't, didn't look it up. Oh, Jamie, it's another post. Oh. We have our fast post, faster post in the show. And that's the music for it. Yes, it's oh, school dear. time. And that's from abroad. So, Jamie, uh, you, do you have anything? Uh, you get lots of since you moved to Norway. You have lots of questions, mails, phone calls from friends, people who ask you things about Norway. Mm. Like, uh, so, what do you have uh, today for us? So, I I actually asked a few people if they had any questions, if they wanted to to get to me to ask for this um, this today. And I've got a question that's quite interesting from a cousin of mine called Ralph. Ralph? Ralph. Like a dog barking? Ralph. Is that is that Oh Rolf. Ralph. Rolf. No, not, not Ralph. Ralph. That's the name? Yeah, Ralph. Big Ralph, we call him. So it's written R A U F? R A L F. Ralph. Ralph, that's it. Oh yeah, Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> That very exotic name, Ralph. So, Ralph wants to know, what is the difference between Bookmall and New Norsk? And why are there two different written languages? Well, it's a good question, but it's not as much as in India, where you have like 16. So, I hope that answered the question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's a very difficult question, Mm. I think. Uh, The stuff with New Norsk, I don't think we should uh, bother. I think we, um, especially uh, the new generation, the new generation and uh, and me, 
we are raised up to have negative thoughts about Nynorsk. Uh, uh, I don't know why we learn Nynorsk. Uh, it's something about learning a second language makes your first language stronger. What? Um, how new is Nynorsk? I don't know. It's it's an old. Uh, it's the old Norwegian kind of uh, language. Uh, old, but then shouldn't it be called Old Norsk? It should just be called Danish, but that's another language. Uh, I, I don't know why we learned it, but you know when we get a dictionary and when we mm. are at school, and that's called uh, Nynorsk Urbuk. Nynorsk or a book? Uh, not Urbuk. Uh, that's um, uh, uh, a prostitute customer. It's Urbuk. Uh, oh. Or uh, a hooker, a male. Uh, Urbuk. So they teach you about hookers in school? No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, um, I, it was a digression. Uh, digression? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was um, uh, New Norsk Urbuk. 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 Yes, but not or. Not no. like the bird. I was really proud of myself for making <laughs> that noise. And I, I, it was an accident. That's. Uh, uh, tier makes or tier. Uh, tier in English is uh, difficult for me to say. Uh, tier. That's a bird. It's a big okay. bird, big black bird uh, with uh, a fucked up uh, posture. It's it's posture is very uh, very stolt. It's posture. Posture, yes. Very big black bird lays on the ground and. Uh, You'll read about it uh, when you read Norwegian uh, in the last episode about uh, hunting small okay. birds. Uh, the theory is quite big, actually. I look forward to it. So, uh, no, so, uh, so Nynorsk, uh, so they used to write, every time you got the book, it was written all over Spinorsk uh, Mordliste, which is a common uh, saying in Norway, like uh, puke uh, Norwegian murder list uh, people. So, uh, and that's been done for generations since Nynorsk came to the... So, so uh, Nynorsk became a language and then everyone got given a book called The Murder List. Yeah, they made it like that. Uh, nobody likes the language. They're uh, oh. like raised to... And it's like... Uh, uh, there's a theatre in Oslo that uh, they have one policy and that's just speak uh, New Norwegian. Mm. And uh, most of the actors who work there, they don't speak New Norwegian. They have to speak that language in order to have the job. So, and oh. they have lots of international uh, plays. Uh, everything is in Nynorsk. Like if you have James Bond there, it's like Egeheiter Bond, James Bond, Tildømes. James Bond. Yeah, I think that so. Sounds... So, oh, so that's, uh, and then it's our, we have a new post. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And that's, Today and we will have the same post in every episode. Mm. Uh, yep, and uh, yep. and uh, that's uh, so. Um, so we have a structure. Mm. And uh, today we'll test out. This is the almost the last post mm. before we will check out how you can use that in daily life and and if you pronounce it right. We will send you out uh, on a mission okay. to use that word. But today you are going to test out the Norwegian dish okay. or Norwegian food. 
And you have that in front of you here. Yeah, so I've been looking at this for a while. Yes. And um, you have a plate in front of you, and you have yeah. knäckebröd, breaking Knä- bread, knäckebröd with brown cheese. With brown cheese. And that brown cheese is made of goat. Actual goat. An actual, uh, not an artificial goat. This oh, so one is real. The, what the? No, not the bread. Uh, not, not the meat. The. No, and uh, the milk. Oh, goat's milk. Yeah. Okay. So, um, I, people have a little prejudice against goats, don't they? Um, like I think in in Norway, do they? In in the UK, I think it's more of a price thing. It's uh, more more expensive. Yeah. So you don't. You're less likely to drink goat milk than. Yeah, because here they don't drink so much goat milk and yait uh, milk. It's like almost sounds like kind of spermish uh, stuff. Yaita milk. Yeah, and maybe because people, you know, because they have small tits, titties, the, the goats. The goats have small tits. And they have a lot of hair on it. Mm. So it's something like milking uh, balls with titties. Um, I don't know. Uh, so it's yeah. something masculine about drinking goat's milk, but everybody eats brown cheese, which is basically exactly the same. I, I, I don't know what to say to that because all I've got now is an image of you milking a goat. Um, uh, so, <laughs> subject change. How um, how's brown cheese made? Is it just made the same way as normal normal cheese? Um, I would. I don't know how uh, it's uh, made, but it's uh, um, there. It is. Okay. Right. I'm going to give it a try. What do you think about the smell? It smells. Um, it smells like caramel, um, which is interesting. It doesn't smell like cheese at all, really. Ost brunost. Ost brunost. So brun is brown. Yes. And ost is cheese. Ost o. Like um, so, ostfold from earlier. Ost. Uh, you have a long vocal. You have long vocals and you have short vocals. You have. Like we are in Horten. 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 Yeah, if you've been here, <laughs> if you're the mayor of Horten, you would say Horten in this posh way. Horten. Is that, is that the proper way to say it? Horten. Like That's that. the very uh, proud way to say it. Like you're talking, you, you can't be proud saying that, surely, because it's embarrassing. Because you sound like you're just talking through. Oh, yeah, I live in Horten. Horten. Yeah. Horton. Uh, yeah, you need to say it with this uh, Horton. Uh, so it's a fast vocal. But this is a brun ost. Brun ost. Uh, brun ost. Ost, a long vocal. Brun ost. Yeah. Now I've detected that you have problems with O and O. Ooh. So every time, every time you feel like saying O, just say O. O. Do you have a word in English which uh, contains the O? O. Yeah. Ooh. That's right. So now you're eating brun ost. Brun ost. On the breaking right. bread knäckebröd. That's very original. Brun ost, right. Get ready for the crunch. It's very... It's very dry. Yes. You should have soaked it in water for an hour at least. Till it becomes a sponge. Um, it's yeah, it's very dry, but it's nice. It's um, 
Where do I start? So the cracker bread, it's um, it's like um, a sesame-flavoured rivita in this case. What's a rivita? English. Um, a cracker, a, lo- a long, skinny cracker in the UK. Um, and the Brunost itself has got a sort of sour caramelness to it. So, but the texture of cheese, which which I'm guessing where the Aust comes from, is is it's interesting. I think it would be nice with something else for me. What about a glass of milk? Or a goat's milk, or just normal milk? No, no, no. That, that's overkill. So just milk with and with a, a lamb a goat uh, hat a wig. <laughs> no, it's uh, <laughs> a it goat hat too. wig. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you should. Uh, it, it's a uh, breakfast. Mm. Very nice breakfast and a mellow malted uh, between the, the meals. What's a melon? Mellum uh, malted. So uh, it's uh, the. Um, Uh, malted, you know what a malted is? A meal. Oh, okay. And uh, in between meals. A snack. Like, like yeah, yeah, or... a snack. And you have melum legs papir. Melum legs papir. Yeah, so when you make a matpake, an origin matpake, you know what that is? That's uh, uh, Matpak is... Is uh, when you mat matpake. Uh, so mat is food, isn't it? Yeah. So a food pack. Food pack. Oh, so it's like a packed lunch. Yeah. In the UK. So yeah. uh, what do you have in between the bread slices and the poleg? Mm. A poleg? Poleg, uh, po- uh, po- uh, your... Uh, what uh, uh, the, the thing you have on the bread. Oh, just like your toppings. Toppings. Okay. Toppings. So it could be ham or cheese or anything. Yes, there are no limits for poleg. Are there really no limits? No. And in Norway, you know, uh, if you go to a restaurant and you order tapas... The Norwegian tapas, which is supposed to be like uh, Spanish tapas, is basically poor leg. Oh. That's why... So they put it on bread? No, they serve poor leg in, in small amounts and they charge 100 kroners for it. Oh, But that that's another uh, history yeah. story, I mean. Uh, so a mellum legs papir is what, like in England, when you go to work, uh, between the breads and the toppings, what do you put? An- another piece of bread. But you have a paper in between, right? No, no, you just go bread, toppings, bread, and you've got a sandwich. So you don't have mellum legs papir, small, thin uh, no. layer of paper, no. which sucks up the uh, um, condense, um, the fructi- the moisture. moisture. Um, no, I mean, you might wrap it in cling film or... Um, cling film? Al- aluminium foil. Yeah, like plastic film, I think it is. That's more for preserving the freshness of uh, food or hotness, but not mellum legs papir. No, no, no mellum legs papir. Um, It's just just another piece of bread. Wow, okay, I didn't know that. So this is very interesting here uh, when you have a matpake. And that's also a big distinction from immigrants and uh, Norwegians. You can Mm. see on their matpake, of course... uh, Uh, immigrants have uh, mostly, or with my background, Pakistani, they have mm. stew as a matpake on school. And that's on, just, on bread? No, just 
stew from the day before, which they have in big plates with the um, curries. Oh, but yeah. uh, if you have an immigrant child and a Norwegian child, and both have uh, the same uh, uh, matpake, mm. bread with cheese and smear, uh, smear uh, butter, mm. uh, the only dis- would thing that would dis- distinct them would be Mellomlegs papir. The Norwegians would have that to take the moist. Moist. The Pakistani them. guy, yeah. he would. Uh, he wants it moist. Uh, yeah, or he he's, hasn't uh, understood or invented in his brain. That has a problem. Well, it isn't mm. a big problem, but uh, it helps because it it keeps uh, everything separated. But what do you think about knekkebrød med brunost? That's my um, question. I like. I think I like the cracker bread more than the brunost. Okay. I think that's nice. I think the. Um, I like the brunost, but I think I'd need it with something else. I think um, on its own, it's a bit, um, bit too sour for me for an aftertaste. And uh, what would you uh, want with that? Um, I don't know. Can you have bacon with it? Does that work? Oh, you mean to have a. More on the br- yeah, yeah. breaking bread? Yeah, would that work? Bacon or ham or... Oh, bacon uh, in Europe, uh, isn't that just uh, works with everything? You can yeah. even uh, daddle. I've seen daddles. A daddle? And a daddle. That sounds, um, that sounds like something that would get you arrested. What's a daddle? Daddle, a daddle. daddle. <laughs> I thought the daddle was the, the <laughs> name daddle all over the world because it's the oldest uh, candy in the world. Okay. You know the black uh, thing with long um, grows on palm trees in Egypt they just eat daddles. If if you come to heaven you you get honey, you get milk, rivers of milk and you can eat as much daddles you want. Can can we What's daddle? I I've got no idea what daddle is. Daddle. Oh my god. Can we ask um Daddle. Daddle, right. We're both both jumping onto Google Translate straight away for anyone not. So why uh, while you find Daddle? Okay, I you're going to have to spell it for me. Uh, D-A-D-D-E-L. D-A-D-D-E-L. So that's the question for our viewers. Uh, if you know what Daddle is in uh, English, please uh, send us a mail on... Uh, 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 don't say it. Jamie, do you have a mail address? Ah, a daddle. A uh, Then you can send a mail to... Um, what email are we going to use? Okay, we'll come back to that. We'll come back. We'll, we'll cut that in, I guess. So what's daddle in English? Date. Which date? It is a date. A date? Mm. So if you're going on a blind date, you... Yeah, I, you I don't think any... without a stone? I don't think any daddles have eyes, so I think they're all blind dates. If you think about it, yeah. That's deep. So back to the knekkebröd with the brown cheese because that was uh, mm. the main topic. So uh, a, a daddle it, might be nice with brown cheese. I don't think so. It's uh, sweetness on sweetness. I think uh, so. You really miss something when you're eating it, like yeah, your family. Like, um, <laughs> 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 yeah. Let me lay on the couch and tell you my life problems. Um, no, it's. Um, I just I feel like it, there should be something else with it. Because the sourness is really nice, the aftertaste. And we the, talk about knäckebröd with brunost. 
for our Norwegian viewers, I have. Yeah, and and sort of like the caramel sort of front that you get when you first bite into it and smell it is quite pleasant. But yeah, I think it needs something either salty, like you would get from bacon, or maybe something a bit more sweet or fruity. But like can you maybe, eat it? Uh, can you eat it every day? Could I eat that every day? Yeah, with bacon. Okay. I think. And what would you prefer to drink to brödshiva knäckebröd med brunost? Well, like a cup of tea, I guess. Yes, that's very good. Yeah, very English cup of tea. Yeah, and a cup I, of tea with that is excellent. Yeah, I can see why coffee might work with that actually. To coughing? Um, coffee. Oh yes. <laughs> Kaffa. Kaffa. Yeah, yeah. I I prefer white cheese and gulost with the coffee. Oh. Not the brown because it melts and it gets sticky and it gets another um, texture that uh, doesn't uh, isn't uh, very good uh, with the coffee. Wait, you dip your you dip brunost in coffee? No, no, just eat it eat it on a cracker bread. Uh, but I prefer a glass of milk with it. So, uh, oh, can you yeah. give it a tanning cast? A tanning cast. Uh, oh, that's a dice. Throw a the dice. dice. Throw. So if I was going to give it a dice throw, I would give it a solid three. A three as a, a three breakfast? Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's average. I, I wouldn't go... Yeah, because one's obviously going to be awful, I guess. And then six is going to be fantastic. Um, As far as breakfast go, I think Brunost is the... De- yeah, is a solid three. Hiya. Hallo, da haben Sie klar. Ja, ich hätte Jeppa. Hi. Hi, äh, ja, ja, ich hätte einen Quinner. Du, hi. Ja, 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 ich hätte einen Quinner. Nein, du prövar att ringe Frieda nå, kanskje. Oh. Äh, da har du noch feil nummer. Ja, 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 ich hätte einen Quinner. Nein, men du har ringt feil nummer, du nå, tror jeg. Du skal ringe til Frieda, kanskje. Oh. Nej, men hvis du vil notere et annet nummer av meg? Um, mm, uh, ja, ja. Telefonnummer? En tusenbein. Ja, ok. Ja. Uh, er det sånn at du ønsker å prate med noen om det? Ja. Thank you for listening to the Language Pound podcast. If you're interested in anything else, please give us a follow on Facebook.